Chapter 1 of the Song Celestial or Bhagavad Gita, translated by Sir Edwin Arnold. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jyoti Taravanat. Dhritarashtra said, Ranged thus for battle on the sacred plain, on Kurukshetra, say, Sanjaya, say, what wrought my people and the Pandavas? Sanjaya said, when he beheld the host of Pandavas, Raja Duryodhana to Drona drew, and spake these words, Ah, Guru, see this line, how vast it is of Pandu fighting men, embattled by the son of Drupada, thy scholar in the war, therein stand ranked chiefs like Arjuna, like to Bhima chiefs, benders of bows, Viratha, Yayudhan, Drupada, eminent upon his car, Drishta Keith, Chekithan, Kasi Stout Lord, Purujit, Kuntiboj, and Saivavya, with Yudhamanyu and Uthmauj, Subhadra's child and Draupadi's all famed, all mounted on their shining chariots. On our side, too, thou west of Brahmins, see excellent chiefs, commanders of my line, whose names I joy to count thyself the first. Then Bhishma, Karna, Kripa fierce in fight, Vikarana, Aswataman, next to these strong Saumadatti, with full many more valiant and tried, ready this day to die for me their king, each with his weapon grasped, each skilful in the field, weakest to me seems, our battle shows where Bhishma holds command, and Bhima fronting him, something too strong. Have care, our captains, nigh to Bhishma's ranks. Prepare what help they may. Now blow my shell. Then, at the signal of the aged king, with blare to wake the blood, rolling around like to a lion's roar, the trumpeter blew the great conch. And at the noise of it, trumpets and drums, cymbals and gongs and horns burst into sudden clamour, as the blasts of loosened tempest, such the tumult seemed, then might be seen upon their car of gold, yoked with white steeds, blowing their battle-shells. Krishna the god, Arjuna at his side, Krishna with knotted locks blew his great conch carved of the giant's bone. Arjuna blew Indira's loud gift. Bhima the terrible, wolf-bellied Bhima blew a long reed conch, and Yudhishthira, Kunti's blameless son, winded a mighty shell, victory's voice, and Nakula blew shrill upon his conch, named the sweet-sounding, Sahadev on his called gem-bedecked, and Kasi's prince on his, Sikhandi on his car, Drishtadyum, Virata, Satyaki, the unsubdued, Drupada with his sons, O Lord of Earth, long-armed Subhadra's children all blew loud, so that the clangour shook their foreman's hearts with quaking earth and thundering heaven. Then it was, beholding Dhridharashtra's battle set, weapons unsheathing, bows drawn forth, the war instant to break Arjun, whose ensign badge was Hanuman the monkey, spake this thing to Krishna the divinest charioteer, drive, dauntless one, to yonder open ground betwixt the armies. 
I would see more nigh these who will fight with us, those we must slay today in war's arbitrament, for sure on bloodshed all are bent who throng this plain, obeying Vridrashtra's sinful son. Thus by Arjuna prayed, O Bharata, between the hosts that heavenly charioteer drove the bright car, reining its milk-white steeds where Bhishma led, and Drona, and their lords. See, spake he to Arjuna, where they stand, thy kindred of the Kurus. And the prince marked on each hand the kinsmen of his house, grandsires and sires, uncles and brothers and sons, cousins and sons-in-law and nephews, mixed with friends and honoured elders, some this side, some that side ranged, and seeing those opposed, such kith-grown enemies, Arjuna's heart melted with pity while he uttered this. Arjuna said, Krishna, as I behold, come here to shed their common blood, yon concourse of our kin, my members fail, my tongue dries in my mouth, a shudder thrills my body, and my hair bristles with horror. From my weak hand slips Gandiv, the goodly bow. A fever burns my skin to parching. Hardly may I stand. The life within me seems to swim and faint. Nothing do I foresee save woe and wail. It is not good, O Keshav. Naught of good can spring from mutual slaughter. Lo, I hate triumph and domination, wealth and ease, thus sadly won. Aho, what victory can bring delight? Govinda, what rich spoils could profit? What rule recompense? What span of life itself seem sweet, bought with such blood? Seeing that these stand here, ready to die, for whose sake life was fair and pleasure pleased, and power grew precious grandsires, sires and sons, brothers and fathers-in-law and sons-in-law, elders and friends. Shall I deal death on these, even though they seek to slay us? Not one blow, O Madhusudan, will I strike to gain. The rule of all three worlds, then, how much less to seize an earthly kingdom. Killing these must breed but anguish. Krishna, if they be guilty, we shall grow guilty by their deaths. Their sins will light on us. If we shall slay those sons of Dhridrashtra and our kin, what peace could come of that, O Madhava? For if indeed, blinded by lust and wrath, these cannot see or will not see, the sin of kingly lines overthrown and kinsmen slain, how shall not we who see shun such a crime, we who perceive the guilt and feel the shame, O thou delight of men, Janardana, by overthrow of houses perisheth, their sweet continuous household piety, and rights neglected, piety extinct, 
enters impiety upon that home its women grow unwomened whence there spring mad passions and the mingling up of castes sending a hellward road that family and whose wrought its doom by wicked wrath nay and the souls of honoured ancestors fall from the place of peace being bereft of funeral cakes and the worn death water so teach our holy hymns thus if we slay kinsfolk and friends for love of earthly power ahoweth what an evil fault it were better i deem it if my kinsmen strike to face them weaponless and bare my breast to shaft and spear than answer blow with blow so speaking in the face of those two hosts arjuna sank upon his chariot seat and let fall bow and arrows sick at heart here endeth chapter one of the bhagavad-gita entitled arjun vishad or the book of the distress of arjuna end of chapter one recording by jyoti taravanath